is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper part studio with the huge one Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number one on the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes. He is our executive producer. Inside this broadcast, we'll talk about the Lions and the Eagles and look ahead to the Lions and Commanders. Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast. He'll join us in studio. Also, our friends from Van Andel Institute's Purple uh, Community uh, will be by the Be Brave 5K Run Walk on the west side of the state, October 8th, out in Alaska, Alto, Caledonia area, south of Grand Rapids. Unbelievable cause for breast cancer uh, research. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on 96.1 in Grand Rapids and across the Michigan Sports Network. We'll get his thoughts on the Lions and also Michigan, the UConn game. I'm ready for Maryland. Give me a game that means something. It's like preseason. It's annoying me now. Now you have J.J. as the starting quarterback. That's done. He doesn't need to play a half. Matter of fact, I'd have no issue with playing Cade McNamara. Give J.J. a few series. This is like the preseason. That's it. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. What's your vibe on that Lions-Washington game on Sunday? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show. On Facebook, they have to win it. I'm not going to play the, hey, it's a must-win game, but that is a must-win game on Sunday. We'll talk about that with Risden coming up later in this hour. Anthony Bellino also hosts the Lions Vision uh, in stadium at Ford Field. Sunday information gathering. We'll talk about the Lions. Also, Anthony's doing the in stadium on the Jumbotron feed for Michigan football games. He just began that. His third game will be on Saturday. So AB's a busy man. I think he's PA voice of Toledo football. PA voice of Michigan basketball, men's and women's. He's doing a ton. It's amazing. So we'll talk to AB here in about 20 minutes. 
Uh, one note on the Lions game on Sunday, my pregame bash will be at Tin Roof, which is a block from Ford Field. So if you're going down to the game, 9.30 to 11.30 a.m., look for me at Tin Roof, your game day destination. Food, bands, DJs, uh, it really is a huge party. And the first four home games, I will be there uh, with the Michigan Sports Network. Again, right across the street from Comerica, about a block from Ford Field. It's our huge pregame bashes for everybody going to the game, and I'll be going to the game coming up on Sunday. So if you want to answer that huge question of the day, my vibe is they have to win. That's it. I don't care if it's 2 nothing. If they pull an Iowa and get a field goal and two safeties. They just need to be 1-1 one and one after two home games. They can't start 0-2. They just can't. So answer that Bud Light huge question of the day. Your vibe on that game one 866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Like I said, Bellino, in a few moments, uh, callers online will get to your opinions next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Get more for your money and get a healthy dinner for less when you shop Meyer. Start your meal with Earthbound Farm Organic Salad for $2.99. Then shop Frederick's by Meyer Cook Shrimp for $8.99 for the main course. Add delicious Nor Pasta or Rice Sides for only $1.35. And clean it all up with Bounty Paper Towels for $12.99. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour, the must-see show of 2022, September 22nd, Van Andel Arena, with Tyler Hubbard, 
and special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. You guys are amazing. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll talk some football with Jim Brandstatter, former voice of your Michigan Wolverines, now just a fan showing up at tailgates and posting on Facebook. Before you know it, he'll have his own talk show. <laughs> hey, long time no see, Bill. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I've been following you on Facebook, and I see you know photos at tailgates. And then what caught my attention today, where I told Superfly to get in touch with you, your Facebook post on J.J. McCarthy saying J.J. is the guy. I love that post. It was honest. It was real. And I think it's what a lot of people are thinking right now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I give Jim credit. I think he gave Kate McNamara opportunity to start that opener. And you look at the results and the performances in the first two games, and I don't think anybody uh, can argue that J.J., performed at a higher level and uh, that being the case uh, football being a meritocracy and you know giving your team the best chance to win JJ's the guy and and that being said don't ever forget that Cade McNamara is a solid very very good quarterback who did tremendous things a year ago for Michigan took him to a Big Ten title took him to the national playoffs so Cade McNamara isn't a stiff, okay? He's a good quarterback. It's just that J.J. has taken that skill that he possesses, that raw skill, and now he has polished it up so he's ready to take the, take the, take the reins. What do you think of this team? Because it's so hard to get a read when they've played arguably two of the worst teams in college football. Now you mix in UConn this upcoming weekend. It's really been like an NFL preseason schedule for Michigan Outside of just J.J. getting game experience, what other positives do you like that you've seen through two games for Harbaugh and the Wolverines? Uh, Bill, I really like the defense. I mean, let's face it, coming into the season, the big question that overshadowed everything was the quarterback. But coming into the season, the other big question was, can they play defense? Can they replace Hutchinson, Ojabo, uh, Dax Hill? Can, Can that whole thing work? Brand new defensive coordinator, okay? Well, I think it has. To, to me, that's been the most pleasant surprise. The fact that they look, and it, you're right, the, the, the competition hasn't been great. But athletically, uh, they are running around, flying into the football, young kids playing really, really well up front. That front seven is, is looking really good. And again, we'll find out more as we go along. But early returns, Bill, uh, to me, that uh, defense has been the surprise. And if it continues to get better um, with with the talent they have offensively, this could be a darn good football team. And I think, like I said in the piece in Facebook, and you can argue with me if you want, but I think they'll be favored in every game they play up until that last one. Jim Brandstad, our former voice of Michigan football, now just a Michigan football fan on game days, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Yeah, if I had one little pulsing negative, and I don't know how much they're showing of their schemes, I would think the offensive line could have been more dominating at times, but again, it's Colorado State and Hawaii, and I'm trying not to read 
too much into it. I really make that preseason connotation like we do in the NFL. I would agree with that. I, I think against Colorado State, uh, they were iffy, but I don't think they've been together either. Uh, they haven't had everybody healthy. And I, and I think when they get everybody healthy, we'll get a better indication of how good they are. But I, I agree with you in that uh, they've been spotty at times. And... Um, that's the only – if there were any issue that I had, that would be it. But other than that, I think you look at their position groups. Their running backs look great. Quarterback, we know that's a solid the, – the tight end position is super strong. Receivers are crazy good. So I, I, don't, I don't have any issues, and I agree with you about that. It's a nitpicky thing, but uh, the offensive line being more consistent might be the issue. Jim, um, again, at Notre Dame – pushes Ohio State into the fourth quarter in Columbus in the opener. They turn around and and really were dominated until the end uh, by uh, Marshall, of all people. And I'm looking at the Big Ten in Iowa. It looks like they have a, a, a good defense. Same thing like last year, but then we watch what Michigan did to them in the Big Ten championship game. I'm looking around the Big Ten thinking, okay, you know, Michigan State, Mel Tucker looks like he's putting together the same blueprint uh, from last year, at least early in the season. Minnesota might be laying in the weeds out in the Big Ten West. Washington State beats Wisconsin. You know, I, it, it, is, it looks like it's, you know, Penn State it may be a little bit better than people think. Uh, your thoughts early through two weeks of Big Ten, not Big Ten conference play, but Big Ten teams play. I think you're right. I think everything you've said is kind of, I agree with Ohio State not getting uh, the job done big time against Notre Dame, then Notre Dame losing kind of makes you wonder against, hey, maybe Ohio State's not all that great. But I I, I think you're right about the Big Ten. I think Minnesota is, is going to be good. I think, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, and they're going to be a tough out. I, I think Penn State's going to be a tough out. Luckily, Michigan's got Penn State and Michigan State in Ann Arbor. And I, and I think that's to their advantage. But overall, I think, wait, you've got 12 weeks left in the season. Uh, lots of things can happen down that road. Teams can get better. Teams can get an injury here or there. So, but, but, but I agree. Right now, to me, it looks like Michigan, Ohio State, with Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota, um, and Wisconsin coming down the road, they might be better. But I just, think they can be better. I like Leonard as a defensive coordinator. Um, you talk about a guy that's maybe in line to be a head coach somewhere. Well, I'd take that guy in a minute if I were Nebraska or take a good look at him. But uh, I think that overall, that's where it is. I think I see five teams, and the five that you mentioned are those teams. Yeah, and like I said, you know, P.J. Fleck of Minnesota might be uh, you know, sitting there ending up in the Big Ten championship game. We'll wait and see. Uh, for Michigan to be a champion and go one step further than they did a year ago, which they were a champion, obviously it's went on the road at Ohio State, take care of business leading up to Ohio State. Uh, what, what's missing? Do you see anything? I know you're impressed with the defense. Uh, is there a hole there that the good teams will exploit? Well, it's hard to say because I haven't seen it yet. I mean, really don't know. Um, last year, the real hole, that which I think – exposed that none of us really saw coming was when uh, Georgia was able to throw the ball and get the matchups that they wanted with running backs and linebackers. And they just, 
basically outmanned us from a standpoint of athleticism. We had linebackers couldn't run with their running backs. And, and the other thing was their speed on defense. So if, if you're looking for a blueprint, how do you beat the Georgias? How do you beat the Alabamas? It's called speed, and it's called matchup, and it's called making detailed plays. Don't make the mistake. When you got the one-on-one matchup, running back wide receiver or running back linebacker, you don't miss the throw. You can't. And I think that that's the blueprint. And uh, it's about speed and it's about size and it's about getting that speed at the right spots. And uh, that's how you beat the guys that are right now ruling the roost in the national picture. In the Big Ten, I think, Bill, you got to beat Ohio State. I mean, that's the way it is. It's going to be Michigan-Ohio State in that last game in Columbus. If you can win that one, then you can worry about what else. But that's the one you got to worry about. Well, actually, look at me being a fan. See how you did this to me? You know, I'm telling you, you're killing me because the, the most important game on a schedule right now is Connecticut. So that's all I'm leaving you with. Well, first off, a couple of things. One, uh, you're just a fan now, so you can look ahead. You can play. You can play the armchair quarterback game, Jimmy. It's okay. All right. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't. I, I'm breaking out in a rash right now. Come on, stop it. Do you miss it? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I don't miss all the preparation and all the things that go into it. I mean, your week is just dominated by. Numbers, names, film, tape, everything. I mean, I loved it when I did it, but 43 years is enough. And uh, I'm actually kind of enjoying the ability to play golf on a Thursday, you know, and, and not worry about watching tape or any of this other stuff. So, And I still enjoy the game. And, and as long as guys like you keep talking and calling me, uh, I can still talk about the game, which is a game that I love, and it's a career that I love. If you were in Cade McNamara's shoes, Jim, before I let you go, how how would you be feeling right now looking back at the year you engineered as a quarterback, the comeback for Harbaugh and Michigan football to the championship level, first time to the Big Ten championship game, Final Four, and here you are two games in and you're QB2? I'll tell you right now, and, and I don't know whether he can, but and I know he'd take the call. If I'm Caden McNamara, I'd call Tom Brady. And I'd say, Tom, you went through this. What went through your mind? What, what was going on with you? They were ready to put Drew Henson in there. And he did play some. What was going through your mind? And, and I can tell you what Brady will tell him. Brady will say to him, look, all I could control was what I did. And what I did was make it impossible by my play for them to play anybody else. And, and that's what I would do if I'm Cade. And I know Tom Brady would take the call. But that's, that's what I'd do. And, and I'm thinking that somebody out there, if Cade doesn't have his number, I know there's somebody that might, might have it. But I guarantee you Tom Brady would take his call. And Tom Brady would give him a great, great lesson and give him great advice in how to handle this situation. Because Brady was right in the middle of it. If you remember back, everybody wanted Henson. Henson had all the talent in the world. And Tom Brady just went out and made sure that Lloyd Carr and that staff couldn't do anything but start Tom Brady and let him win championships. And you'll hear Brady time and time again say if he didn't have that challenge, if he wasn't in that bunker in Michigan, he doesn't think he would be the quarterback he is today. 
that's why I think it would be a great call for Cade to make. Yeah, that's a good point. Well said. Brandy, enjoy your golf game. Enjoy being a fan. Enjoy the tailgates. Enjoy being like Tank from old school uh, there outside the stadium, okay? Yeah, but I'm not a very good spectator, I can tell you that. And you know what? None of us are when it comes to Michigan football. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bill. You take care and uh, keep calling when you get there. Oh, I will, Jimmy. We'll stay. We'll never stop staying in touch. Uh, yeah, my well. yeah, my best to you and your family, Jim Brandstetter, former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeshow.net. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan Wednesday. Broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything Michigan High School Sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook. And you can watch live and archive boys and girls high school sports across the state at MHSAA.tv. I didn't see the note that the Lions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Washington on Sunday in Detroit. The first time the Lions have been a betting favorite in 22 months. But they're 7-2 and two against the spread at home as underdogs. How about that? Anthony Bellino, he does the in-stadium video work for the Lions, now doing the in-stadium video and audio work uh, during Michigan football games. He's host of X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, including 96-1 the game in GR. He's still PA voice of Toledo, right? That is correct, yes. And you're doing PA for Michigan men's and women's basketball. Am I missing anything else, Mr. Busy? Uh, no, no, that, that about covers it. Wow. How's it been doing the big house first two games? Uh, I, I haven't seen you because you're doing it during TV timeouts. I haven't been to a game in person, just watched them on television. Uh, what are you doing with Michigan football exactly? Uh, you know, so during those, during those breaks, we've had, um, you know, some different sort of like events, I guess, or uh, hits is how, you know, what we refer to them as. So we've done a couple of things with the cheerleaders. We've done a punt, pass, and kick, a 100-yard dash, student catch a punt. So nothing out of the ordinary for any of your listeners that might have been to a Lions game that have seen me out on the field uh, doing some of the hosting, um, you know, for uh, the Detroit Lions. It's basically the same thing, but for Michigan football. They're, they, so far, so good. I mean, two games in, one weather delay. That's not terrible. Um, you know, we stayed dry. It was relatively warm, so I'd rather be, you know, warm and rainy than cold and rainy, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, pretty much mixed reviews, kind of what I thought. You know, a lot of people uh, seem to like it, but you do have, um, you know, some of your more traditional uh, Michigan fans that um, that they don't want the DJ. They don't want the in-game entertainment. They don't want it to feel uh, like uh, any sort of professional sports. So I did have one comment where somebody thought that uh, I think they said, quote, your um, Anthony, Mr. Bellino's amphetamine-influenced voice or something like that. So I thought mm. that, that was pretty interesting. Amphetamine-influenced uh, voice. I, uh, I've i never heard that one, Anthony. 
I I don't know. You know, I try to lay off the mess, but apparently apparently it sounds like I smoke a little bit before I go in there. Uh, you know, I get a little buzzed up. But no, I mean, you know, you're going to have the good with the bad. Anytime there's anything new like this, and this is drastically new for Michigan football. This is not something that uh, they've ever done before. So, you know, they're they're working on trying to evolve what the game day presentation looks like. And you know, to be honest with you, if, you know, for fans who might not be you know, a big fan of things of that nature. What else are you doing during the TV timeout anyways? The band's still going to play. We're still doing stuff with cheerleaders. You know, it, it's all it's all good. No worries. It's pretty cool, though. 110,000-plus you know, there, and you're on the mic, and I assume you're on the uh, big screens too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, um, you know, one of my buddies had asked me, you know, how was it, you know, your first game, you know, out on the field? Because it's different. You know, I've done PA there, you know, for the International Champions Cup when Real Madrid played Manchester United. Um, you know, when PSG, that was at the big house, when PSG was taken on Roma at Comerica Park. I've done a Michigan football game before a public address. And it's, it's different when they can't see you, right? So when you're out in front, um, you know, you're down there on the field, you're on the big screen, everybody can see you. You know, you, you try not to get the uh, the delay uh, that exists there between when you talk and when you hear yourself through the, the, the stadium speakers. Try not to let that mess you up. And well, one of my buddies asked, like, how was it? I said, honestly, you just kind of black out. It's like, you know, talking to somebody – when you see them in person, you're looking into their eyes and you're speaking to them, right? You can see what's going on in the background, but they're not really the focal point. I said, I'm really just staring into a camera. You can see everybody, uh, like last Saturday night, everybody in their maze. You can see the crowd behind you, but you don't really, I mean, you're not really paying attention to it because you're, you're more focused on, you know, staring into the camera and then making sure that, you know, if, if we have our 100 yard dash, you know, looking to that side of the field, are our contestants in place? Are they ready to go? Is, uh, you know, is our staff ready with the, uh, the jugs machine to launch the punt for the catch upon, you know? There's a million other things going on, so you just kind of you know go through each hit, and you're out. It, it, it all happens so fast. I mean, it's 90 seconds in and out, so it's uh, it, it's pretty quick. But it's a, it definitely is a lot of fun. My mom and dad came to the first game; uh, they were excited. My mom, you know, I mean, now you know her. She must she must have taken 250 photographs. Uh, you know, a lot of it was just like, oh, you know, you can see you out there. Like, mom, there's a million people in this picture right now. What do you mean? She's like, no, you're right there. It's like, where's Waldo? And then your mom goes, you have an amphetamine influence voice. I got to find that message that was sent to me. It is, I mean, it's... Oh, it was it from Uncle Danny? Was that the message you sent me? For, we can't <laughs> we can't play Uncle Danny's message on air. No, no, I, I wanted to, but I need to censor that first. It was, uh, yeah, amphetamine-induced voice mm. by Mr. Yeah. I'll tell you what, your Uncle Danny has a really unique way of complimenting family members on successful endeavors. (laughs) Oh, my God, you said that to me. It was awesome. All right, so you're doing the Lions uh, in-game video work, uh, Lions Vision, whatever they call it. Man, that place, you've been there. How many years have you been doing that Lions TV work inside Ford Field? Uh, I've been in there, I think, since. I think I started with the Lions in 2011, and I started doing the on-camera stuff like in 2016, 2017, maybe somewhere around there. Was that the loudest you've ever heard in Ford Field? You know, the most comparable environment I I think that we that we've seen was Monday Night Football against the Jets back in 2019. Matt Patricia's first game start off with a pick six. I thought the lid was going to blow off that place. It would have been a retractable roof that night. And then we know how that game ended, 41 to seven or whatever it was. Um, you know, but I would say that that was very very comparable. I mean, it definitely affected the Eagles uh, on offense. You know, Jalen Hurts had some had some problems. Their their offensive line had some issues uh, with some communication. Uh, but to be honest with you, I mean, the atmosphere was great. Um, it was tough to see them lose 
you know, once again, a one possession game, lose 38-35. But I think if you compare it to last year's contest, you can see that some visible improvement and a great first drive down the field. Then Jared Goff and the offense stall the rest of the, uh, the, the first half. And really that second quarter was a killer. You look at that pick six. I mean, that was the ball game right there because you know, they showed some great flashes of life there in the second half. Offense started moving the ball again. Very impressed with the run game and how, um, you know, in, involved and influencing uh, on the offense. DeAndre Swift has been. I mean, you look at 170. 75 scrimmage yards. I mean, that's an awesome number uh, right there for for a guy like DeAndre Swift. So I think there were definitely some positives. Uh, The crowd noise being one of them. I expect it to be the same way this weekend. But, Huge, you mentioned something coming in off the break just now about the Lions not being favored in their last, uh, what, 20 games or whatnot. Uh, You want to know the last time they were favored? It was against the Carolina Panthers. You want to know what happened? We lost 20 to nothing, Huge. You think they're going to lose Sunday against the Commanders of Washington? No, I think they'll beat the football team. I, I, I honestly do. I think that there is enough. There was enough good things. You know, going back to rewatch the game. Um, yes, what was that on Tuesday, Monday, whatever day, whatever day today is. Um, you're going back to rewatch the game, looking at some of the little errors that they want to clean up. It was a missed block by T.J. Hawkinson. It was a couple of drop balls uh, that were thrown. You know, that hit receivers in the hands that you got to catch. You know, there were a couple other throws that Jared Goff made that you scratch your head and go, "What? What in God's green earth was that?" And I also think that having Carson Wentz in the backfield uh, for the commanders is completely different than Jalen Hurts. I mean, how many times do we see Jalen Hurts scramble, then chest pass it like it was a basketball out of bounds uh, to get rid of it, not take a sack, not take a tackle for loss, just take the incompletion and move on to the next down. Carson Wentz is not mobile. And that him not being mobile, I think that's a really nice advantage for the Lions defense. I would expect Imani Obarrier to have a really, uh, you know, a good bounce back game for him in week two. Thought Jeff Okuda looked good in week one. But A.J. Brown, man, he was just damaging, damaging there uh, in game number one. They just could not find an answer for him. Anthony Bellino, he is the host of X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. You can hear Anthony weekday mornings in GR, West Michigan, on 96-1. The game as he talks about Michigan, Michigan State, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Wings, and more uh, X's and Bros on Twitter. Uh, same thing, X's and Bros on Facebook. Before I let you go, uh, your thoughts on J.J. McCarthy. Before he's done playing quarterback at Michigan, will he take Michigan football to places Cade McNamara never did? Uh, I think so. And I, the one thing I do want to address with this real quick, if I may, is that you know fans got to be – they have to understand what Cade McNamara did for this this program, this organization, is something that no other, no, nobody else could achieve, right? And so I think that you need to talk about you know, Cade McNamara with some respect. And when he takes the field, don't boo him. Don't chant, we want J.J., we want this, we want that. What we need you to do, we want you to cheer for whoever's under center at that time. J.J. McCarthy, you saw him with four throws over 30 yards in that game against Hawaii. He did exactly what I thought he was going to do. He was going to go out there. He was going to torch the Rainbow Warriors. It looked like a Heisman candidate doing so. You could see the arm strength, that talent is there. I mean, the 70-yard bomb he threw to Ronnie Bell, perfect. Roman Wilson a couple times on the numbers. Uh, Cornelius Johnson. I mean, it was it was a, a wonderful showcase game. The moment wasn't too big for him. I love the way that they called the offense. You know, got him some short throws early, allowed him to take a big strike with the second pass uh, of the day because it was wide open over the top of the middle of the field. Uh, I like the fact that they did some rollouts some bootleg action, hitting tight ends in space. So, I thought it was a great, really well-called game. I felt really bad for Cade McNamara. You know, he comes in. That was the plan. J.J. was going to start. Cade was going to see some time. 
and Cade just really melted down. I felt bad for him because that's a really tough spot to be in for a young man. And, you know, when people talk about Cade McNamara, just talk about him as if he was your own son. That's the way I kind of look at it. But J.J. is, um, you know, it's J.J.'s a, a superior athlete. Like, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. His arm talent alone is striking. And, you know, that's, that's what they're going to need. If they want to be able to really actually compete the next time, if they ever make it back to the college football playoff, they need a quarterback that can extend the field. That's exactly what they got with J.J. McCarthy. You can hear Anthony weekday morning, 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, X's and Bros. And like I said, in the Grand Rapids area, the only place you can wake up and listen and talk about Michigan sports teams with Anthony, Ryan, Danny, and the crew, X's and Bros. weekday mornings on our flagship station, 96-1, the game. A.B., keep up the great work. Congrats on everything. Uh, you're doing a stellar job in the morning with the crew, and we'll talk soon. Huge. Love you. Appreciate you, man. Thank Tell you. Uncle Danny I said hello. Can't wait to get a birthday <laughs> card from him. <laughs> Careful when you open it. Oh, my Lord. All right. We love you, Anthony Bellino. Check it in. He does a great show. Mornings on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, our flagship station. Across the Michigan Sports Network for the station close to you, go to michigansportsnetwork.com. Do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. So Thursday night begins week two in the NFL. And new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE can bet just $5 on any football game this weekend and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion Thursday night. Bet on the Chargers or the Chiefs to win. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Now remember, if you miss any interview... Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Opt in to The Huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet, 
with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining me inside the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios, we're going to welcome in a couple of people connected to an unbelievable part of the Purple Community, Van Andel Institute, the Be Brave 5K Run and Walk on Saturday, October 8th at 8.30 a.m. It's a 5K that's making a difference right here on the west side of the state. 100% of race registration goes directly to fund breast cancer research at the world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Chris Bartnick uh, from the Be Brave organization and Rebecca Joyner from the Y uh, join me in studio and welcome in, ladies. Hi, nice to have you. Thanks for having us. All right, Chris, let's talk about the Be Brave mission. It's one of uh, about inspiration. It's about fundraising. It's about awareness. It's about never forgetting. Yes. It's about honoring people. There's so many different layers and levels yeah, uh, to absolutely. the Be Brave mission. Yep. We are so passionate and committed to helping fund research at Van Andel Institute for better medicines, better treatment, and then ultimately cures for breast cancer. And so that's why all of our community, or our um, Be Brave, are volunteers. And so 100% of every registration dollar can go directly to do that. Let's talk about the connection, Chris, with Rebecca and the Y and this Be Brave 5K run and walk on Saturday, October 8th. Uh, how'd that connection come about? 
So I'm actually the co-race director with Chris. Awesome. So yeah, um, I think the connection with Van Andel started a few years ago um, prior to my coming on with Pat Ringwald, who was the original uh, director of the race. Chris, do you want to talk about how you guys got started with Van Andel? Yes. So we, this will be our 15th year. We are closing in on having raised $900,000 for breast cancer research. Um, And then we got to a point where it was really important to us that it stayed local. So we reached out to Van Andel Institute and then they happily welcomed us into the purple community. And I believe it's been six years now. So let's talk about the race on October 8th. Anybody wants to get involved, you're looking for volunteers, you're looking for people who want to take part in the 5K run walk. Uh, How do they do it? Where's the location? Uh, Who do they need to contact? What's the easiest path there? Sure. So everything can be found on runsignup.com. So all the times, the event locations, uh, you can sign up to be a volunteer there. You can also sign up to run walk there. Um, It is on Shagbark Farm that is out in Alaska in kind of the Caledonia Alto area, right? So um, really fun place. It's a cross-country course, which is very unique kind of in the 5K world. So it's a beautiful course, very quiet, uh, very scenic, and they've been a really good host for us the past few years. By the way, if you uh, have any questions uh, regarding the Be Brave 5K run and walk on October 8th, uh, bebrave5k at gmail.com. That's B-E-E, Brave 5K, the letter, at gmail.com. And yeah, that connection to the Purple Community with Van Andel Institute and a grassroots movement yep, uh, by absolutely. everybody connected to Be Brave yep. really fits what uh, Van Andel Institute's Purple Community is doing. Yeah, it's a perfect partnership. And um, because of our amazing local business sponsors like Broadmoor Motors and Spendmend, we're, that's how we pay for our race. So then all of those funds that people sign up with can go directly to fund breast cancer research, which is what it's all about. Yeah, and that goes beyond uh, this October 8th 5K run walk uh, out in Alaska, Caledonia area, south of Grand Rapids. It's really about a lot of events during the year connected to Be Brave. Yes, so we have um, a brand new puzzle competition that we just launched last year. That was super fun. Um, we have How fast somebody can uh, yeah, solve yep, a puzzle. You have a team of people, and they put together their puzzle. No, Those never turn out was. well because everyone's arguing <laughs> over the piece, right? There, Where's the really corner? Bad. Where's the corner? have to do yeah. the edge first. Yeah, it do was, the edge. It was very interesting to see the strategies behind it. I start from the middle <laughs> out. I don't start the edge. <laughs> so that, was, that one's new. We have our golf outing. Um, in the year, and then we're gonna launch in January 6th. We have a brand new um, work, you know, the um, like dance aerobics workout. Oh, workout? W-E-R-K. Yeah, yep, W E R Q. Q. is um it's go. going to be working hey, we're around. doing math we're yeah. solving puzzles we're doing yeah. a lot on there yeah today. it's a lot so that's a brand new one we're really excited about that and um yeah we look forward to it and you always can find all of our information on bebrave.com that's like the bumblebee that's b-e-e brave.com and the connection to the purple community with van andel institute uh you can just google uh purple community and it'll pop up and be brave you can tell they're a uh, solid partnership is there because that Be Brave 5K Run and Walk is right at the top of their events page, October 8th, out in Alaska. And it's not Alaska the state, it's Alaska, <laughs> which is out by the Thornapple yes, River in Caledonia. Yep. Oh, really? Alaska, Bill? You're promoting a 5K Run and Walk? <laughs> you got to do it 5,000 miles from here. Yeah, you got to walk to Alaska and you walk back. No, it's out in Alaska, which is Caledonia, yep. Alto area. Yes. Uh, for those of you um, listening in Grand Rapids yep, or those Shag of Bark you. Farms. Yeah, or outside of GR that want to take part. So 
Uh, Google Be Brave, B-E-E, Brave, and same thing with Purple Community. You can get all the information. It's October 8th, and again, uh, all the money goes directly to breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. And one thing the Purple Community takes a lot of pride in with VAI is 100% of all the money raised goes right back in the research, and they're doing amazing things. They're yes. on the medical mile. Absolutely. And downtown we're, we're GR. so blessed to have that right here in Grand Rapids. Well, the it's Be Brave movement resource. from our conversations a few years ago, and you're adding uh, new events, you continue to grow. Yes. Uh, in West Michigan and across the state. Yes, we are. We have our fingers crossed. Maybe this year we'll break a million dollars raised for breast cancer research. That's, Millions, a big number. It isn't really. But I mean, people giving back the, in the entire fifteen years. Not, well, not no. for this year. <laughs> the million yet, raised amazing, yeah. since they not did yet. this interview in the course of the last <laughs> nine minutes. Would, yes. A million raised. Send your donations. Chris and Rebecca are unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Chris Bartnick with Be Brave. Google that. Find out about the October eight five K run walk rebecca joiner their co-chair persons of that race or uh, not a race 5k run walk it's really about yep. the day and yep if you tribute. walk it there's strollers if you have dogs on leashes it's really if you have some breast cancer has touched your life or yes. the life of a neighbor or somebody you know yep. it's about Absolutely. going out there and just supporting it and then the money uh, goes right to breast cancer research at van andel institute yep. that's awesome uh, good luck have a great day and uh, we'll let everybody know about the race and get more people to sign up, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chris Bartnick uh, joining us in studio along with Rebecca Joyner from the Be Brave 5K Run Walk, uh, October 8th in Alaska, Caledonia, Alto area, south of GR. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Wednesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network, also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear later tonight. We'll give you those details. He's in the studio. We're talking about the Lions and the Eagles. Going to look ahead to the Lions and the Commanders on Sunday in downtown Detroit. And the Lions are favored on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board in a game for the first time. I think I saw your tweet on the Lions Wire account. Is it November of 2020? Yeah, week 11 of 2020. It's been a long time. Very long time. That game, by the way, didn't go too well either. They went to Carolina and got shut out. So last time they were favored uh, at Carolina, November 2020. So they are favored against Washington. Uh, the Commanders beat Jacksonville. You have the Lions with a quasi-moral victory, better against the Eagles than they were a year ago. So were those junk points? Was that legit offense? How does that translate from week one to week two? We'll get into that. We'll talk about golf. Maybe should have had some more work in the preseason. Uh, mental mistakes hurt this team. And Jalen Hurts 
heard the Lions. So a lot to get to. If you have a Lions question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge out of 21,000. Our Bud Light Huge Question of the Day. What's your early gut vibe on Sunday's game against Washington and downtown Detroit? Don't forget, I'm having another huge Michigan Sports Network huge show pregame bash at Tin Roof, which was just rocking with Eagles and Lions fans last Sunday. They're right across from Comerica. The old Shelley's about a block from Ford Field. Join me uh, on Sunday uh, around 9.30, 10 a.m. until around noon when I bump over to the stadium. Jeff, you were there. Um, the crowd noise, uh, the players talked about it. Campbell talked about it. Uh, you could feel it. Uh, it was like it was a playoff game on how bad the Lions Nation wanted that W to start a season. And then you had Swift and the big start. And I'm like, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Super Bowl tickets online. Yeah, it was it was an exciting start. The way that they came out, the sellout crowd, standing room only crowd, and they they almost sold that out too. Which is like it's been a long time since since Ford Field had that level of sustained enthusiasm. It shows that people are excited about the team, and they came out and they gave you something to validate that that first drive. My God, DeAndre Swift going fifty yards off off left tackle. Uh, that that was that was fun, and then then the bottom kind of fell out a little bit. And mm, the, that might be the understatement so far. Ding, ding, ding. If you were guessing two minutes in on the understatement from Jeff Risden, the buy, it was like they went conservative, like they had a 24 nothing lead. They, they did not play the rest of the first half well on either side of the ball. I will give them credit. They adjusted at halftime. They did some things that changed things up. They got back to, to finding what worked for them, uh, especially on offense. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 the second, third, and fourth drives where they, you know, Two three and outs, and then the pick six. Can't have that. Can't have that against. The Where was he team. throwing that ball on the pick six? That's a good question. So I've looked at that a, a few times. There, there were a couple things wrong with that. First off, DeAndre Swift is the outside receiver on that. He never moved at the snap. He just stood there. So that allowed his cornerback to fly off and go back and pick off that pass. If if Swift does anything on that route, football falls to the earth. So that was a breakdown on Swift's part. He had a phenomenal game otherwise. Can't have that mistake. Like his mistake there legitimately cost them six points. Uh, but that the the miscommunications between Goff and and TJ Hawkinson and Josh Reynolds and Amon Ross St. Brown, you saw it a lot. That that's that that's early season. That's something we talked about a little bit um off the air here was Preseason, they they didn't get the they didn't get those kinks worked out. You know, you can think that you're doing that when you're playing it against air. When Darius Slay and, and Chauncey Gardner Johnson are on the other team, that, that's that's not air. <laughs> I think they needed more work on offense in preseason games against not not Allen Park practices, not right. practices we watched on Hard Knocks where we're like, you know what, they're going to the playoffs. They needed a quarter at least, and if not a half. Uh, in that second game, yeah, the, to get the, ready the Indianapolis game, and then the 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 Pittsburgh game would have been a great one because Pittsburgh's defense they do things that the Lions don't do. First off, it's a three man front, so that's a different look than what you're getting in practice. They also they they do a lot of blitzing, they do a lot of of mixing coverages behind it, and I think the the route adjustments you you saw a couple times where Goff you know threw the out. And the receiver did an in, or vice versa, or, or some combination of, or they just weren't on the same page. 
And that comes from their, their site adjustments. They were reading different, they're de- reading different pages from the same book. You got to get on the same page there. I hate to use the cliche, but it, it's true. I look at coaching, and maybe as fans with all of us watching Hard Knocks, uh, you overestimate maybe your level mm-hmm. going into a season, right? Where where you're at. And from when they took the lead and, uh, and DBs are playing 10 yards off receivers, which is a Lions tradition on opening day and the final game of the year, you can't be within 15 yards of the opposing uh, receiver. And, and, and not playing golf. And I get that you had Boyle and Blau, two guys you had to cut. So that tells you their value uh, in golf. And early on, I'm going, here we go. It's going to be just what Philly did a year ago. And then you talked about the adjustments and, and the pace that you and I discussed before the top of the hour. That when, when golf is in a rhythm, fast-paced offense, he's different. He doesn't have time to think about making a mistake. He just he just reacts. It's it's a weird principle. It's the same thing. Um, I, I did some Cleveland media this morning. How about that? How about that comeback? That was amazing. What a game! Uh, uh, rookie kicker in a fifty-eight yarder on the road uh, in his debut. But yeah, th- so one of the things that they talk about there is Jacoby Brissett. You you almost want him to have a bad offensive line because then he won't sit back there and make mistakes. Like he's getting the ball out to his first read, and if it's not there, he's he's either running or throwing it away. The same thing is sort of there with Goff. Like you saw, if his first read wasn't there, like he, he struggled. But if that first read was there, the, the touchdown pass that he threw late to DJ Shark, my God, that's that's vintage Jared Goff. Like that's Jared Goff at his absolute best. Threw that ball perfectly over Darius Slay into the end zone. Like give me more of that. And that that ball came out in 1.8 seconds. They seem nervous. And let's remember that they have one guy 30 or over. Yeah. And Brockers, right? And he's not good. No, no, he's old now. And 30's old, unless you're Tom Brady and you're 45 and you look like you're losing weight. He looks like Tom Hanks in Castaway and he's still uh, beating the Cowboys. And we'll talk about the rest of the NFL later. Early on, I can go, nobody except Swift and the offensive line looked good for the Lions in the first half. Would you agree with that? Uh, I would say Jeff Okuda played well. but No, I'm that, talking offense. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the receivers, Goff, it wasn't it wasn't. And there. where's Hawkinson supposed to be this top five tight end in the league? At what point is he going to take over uh, games? He did not do that very well. I will say the Eagles, in, in watching the film of it, the Eagles focused their defense on taking TJ Hawkinson away. And I think that was some of what you saw where Goff is looking and he didn't throw it right away. He was looking for Hawkins. They, they bracketed him and they had they had their linebacker dropping underneath all the time to shadow that. So you've got to make an adjustment to, to fix that. I think they did do that at halftime, but in the first half, like and, and this is a, this is a case of the Colts did this to them. When Hawkinson is in the game, they know that he's the primary receiver on a play and they, they took him away and make Goff use the other weapons to beat him. This one, Goff was inaccurate. I mean, Amon Ra dropped the ball. That 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 had literally never happened before. He he put one on the ground. He put two on the ground. Yeah, I was gonna say multiple. One of them wasn't necessarily his fault, but Josh Reynolds drops a ball. You, you see, his Jamal name now is Amon on ground. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I got I got to keep. You might want to patent that. He, one. he did That's come good. back in the second half. He did. He had a great touchdown. Uh, yeah, on, yeah. On a play that God, if, they look nervous. They look rattled. They they, they looked uncomfortable. They. They look like they all offensively, except for the O-line 
which gave Goff time to throw. They did. And Swift, which, by the way, Swift's running may have been set up by the Eagles putting a lot of defensive schemes in on the passing game. And that was one of the things you saw. Uh, I forget who tracks that stuff. But somebody wrote that uh, they Swift got – he had 144 rushing yards. 132 of them came when the Eagles had six guys in the box, which means – you know, and that's basic football math. Seven guys in the box, you throw. Six guys in the box, you run. I thought the Lions did a really good job of making that math work. They just got to do a little bit better when, when, with the throwing part. <laughs> Early on with the vibe and the energy in that building, I'm thinking this is what we expected. And, and also, when the game ended, I said, this is what I expected. I said 31-28. I said the offense will have to score in the 30s for the Lions to win games. I really believe that. Yeah, Certainly against a team like that. Yeah. yeah, or maybe Washington it might be in the, in the high 20s if you're yeah. going to win on Sunday. And we'll get to that game later. By the way, Jeff Risden is the other voice you hear. Uh, follow him at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. Lions Wire on Twitter. Detroit Lions Podcast. Uh, you guys are going tonight, right? Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. What time? Uh, we will be going live a little after seven tonight. Uh, that's a great podcast, man. Who who does Thanks. it with you? Uh, his name is Chris. He, he, uh, he does a good job. Yeah, for, former radio guy in Detroit. For people who go way back, he, he now lives in Tampa. Um, does other things for a living, but uh, this is his Lions outlet. And he's, so he's down in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. That's he, awesome. he actually lives about uh, six doors down from Wayne Fonts, who has been on the podcast a couple times as a that, special fantastic. guest. I mean, and also Wayne has him over for Hawaiian shirt night. I, I tell you what, I, the the first time I went to Chris's house, he uh, he's like, "Hey, let's take a little walk." And Fonts, and you see Fonts. We, we see Wayne Fonts sitting in his, sitting on his front front lanai smoking a cigar. <laughs> This is nice. And he wasn't he wasn't coaching the no. uh, lawn maintenance team. He was just letting them do what they wanted to do. Coach coach was he, uh, didn't, he didn't have any input on anything with the lawn maintenance team, the construction on the lanai in the backyard. He just said, "You guys are talented. Let's see if we can win it." Coach coach was watching his cat eat lizards. <laughs> That's what you do when you're retired in Florida. Mm. Yes. It would have been nice if he would have kept an eye on the yeah. cats on his team called the Lions. Hey, yeah, I, I, they that for Barry Sanders and that group, Lomas, uh, we can go down the list, Herman Moore. For that group not to have a Super Bowl ring, it, it's I know the Bills had their four straight Super Bowls and they might get it this year. But for that, Barry Herman Moore, I mean, think about this. So, I mean, with Lions fans and why it was crazy down there, and a lot of Eagles fans came and they're fighting and some of the trash talking between Eagles and Lions fans when I was walking from Tin Roof over to Ford Field was absolutely classic. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Eagles fans bring some spirit to them. I'll give spirit? them credit for that. Yeah, that, uh, they drink a lot of spirits. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. And Eagles fans, here's what I thought. The Pennsylvania Department of Corrections had a, a bus shuttle where they were just dropping off the fans. At every corner there in downtown Detroit, so yeah, uh, it's just, nice. just to go back to, to Coach Fonts for a second. We had him with Lomas and Herman on the podcast. Are you last serious? Year. Uh, and and Chris and I just sat back and let them talk for oh, like forty five minutes. And they it got was, stories, right? The the way in which they feel that they let Detroit down because they didn't win was very palpable from that. And this is you know twenty five thirty years later after it happened. They know that they should have done more um, and could have done more. And you know, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But uh, that was, you know, <laughs> you know, I've gotten to know Herman and Lomas both a little bit. And uh, they, they both are like, man, I can't believe we didn't win more. How about Calvin and Dominick and Sue and Stafford? Didn't win a playoff game. Yeah. Barry won one. 
One. One. So between Barry, we'll go, and the rock stars they had on that team, Spillman, you know, Lomas, uh, Herman Moore, we'll go down the list, Perriman, Benny Blades, is that, and you look at Sue Stafford and Calvin Johnson, between those two groups, eras, teams, one playoff win. One. And that's the noise. My point about, I'm not going retro and old school, Jeff, that the energy... The you 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 can feel that the people want a winner. We're with ready. The Lions, right? We're, re- we're ready. Man. Beyond ready. Yeah. That noise there. Campbell said he's never heard anything like it. You know, he's if you right. go back to '91 or the playoff game was it officially '92? I think what, yeah. whatever at the Silver Dome. John Madden. I still got the VHS where he calls it the loudest NFL game he's ever been to. Yeah. Wait, and. I tell you what, man. When it happens in Detroit, oh. it, it, it is going to happen. I know. We have to have the faith on it. Is it going to be? Is golf going to be the guy to make it? I'm still a golf fan, but is is he the is he the hunt guy like Stafford was to the Rams? It could very well be. Um, I I still think. Look, he did not have a great opening game. Um, opening half, I would o- say. Opening half, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's fair because I think he did play very well in the second half. I think he again. I think he and Ben Johnson went in at halftime. Looked at the the formations. They look at the pictures. They look at their their tablets. Looked their, at U-Haul prices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I think they did some good things. Yes. And, and you saw a a more confident golf. I think he realized where his pressure was going to come from a little bit better. Um, the run that he made that was great. Like more of that, please. Give me give me eleven one forty on the timer at Ford Field. Got there. Got there. Well, he, the second half, I'm fine. I. It really, if you take away the pick six, I know coulda, woulda, shouldas. And the onside kick, which we'll discuss that also coming up, I know if you, it, it, that is all or nothing. Yeah. If you get it, you're a genius. And Campbell showed he has footballs to do things yes, when does. you don't expect them. And that he did a lot last year, right? My first thought was, mm, you got the crowd, you're back in this, kick it deep, uh, hope you can contain herds. But maybe they felt... Like, I think Campbell alluded to this in his audio, that basically they knew they weren't able to stop Hurts, and they felt they needed to get that extra possession. Yeah, and and that's what he talked about. Like, either we're going to get it, or we're going to get the ball back quicker to go back and score, and hopefully we hold them to a field goal, or the defense comes up big. I I didn't hate the field goal, or the, the onside kick. I... I wish they would have practiced a little bit more. Well, you waited. Here, here's where where we're at on the onside kick, Jeff. Let's be honest. Every Lions fan listening, uh, those in the media, that if if they go three and out and punt, it was a great decision, right? All right. If they get it, obviously you're a genius. But even if they got it and you hold them and they get a field goal, you still see that as a win. You get you shorten the possession, absolutely time right. That so. That to me was I, I didn't scream and go, oh my God, what are they doing? You know, but I've also seen Campbell go the other way, where you think he's got an onside kick in the fourth quarter when they need it, and they don't do it. They do that later in the game. Uh, the, 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 after the Lions scored, the next time they they kicked it deep. Cybert went I, out there, and, and, and I thought they were going to onside kick then. So did the Eagles. <laughs> they had their hands team. They, out they did there. have their hands team out there. They only had one guy back that didn't block. Um, and then you saw the return, basically just, you know, hey, I'm going down. Can, can I just be honest with you, Jeff? And sure. we're, we're, we're beginning to bond, and we're, we <laughs> eat pizza, and we talk Lions, and Superfly Hayes has his Michigan State hat on, and he had it uh, embroidered on the side. It says 48-21 Washington. That's pretty bad for a Michigan State fan Saturday. 
Campbell's year two. Goff is year two, but a seasoned veteran. Yep. This team doesn't have anybody over 30. Nope. Uh, rookies that made key mistakes, but then, you know, Malcolm Rodriguez, you take away, you know, graded one of the best linebackers or uh, by pro football focus, right? Uh, a- Hutchinson, uh, he just missed, you know, four sacks. Man, he did a lot of But two things. rookies, two rookies there. Campbell's still in the second year. One, one game into a second year. I'm not making excuses, but I will say that compared to previous Lions games, that I, I see the improvement. I understand where they're going. Yes, we will always be armchair quarterbacks in the media and fans on the onside kick, on playing 10 yards off a receiver, uh, drops, all this. But to me, I look toe-to-toe with the Eagles, who after watching week one of the National Football League, look like a top-five team in the league. In the league. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I would say in the NFC right now, who played the best? Tampa's defense looks awesome. All right. They, they They look awesome. But Brady... You know, Evans, he's going to need his receivers to stay healthy. He's still Brady, though, at 45. Yeah, and Giselle doesn't want him playing. She's worried now. Yeah, I got, think she's looking at him. He's thin, isn't he? He he does look a little odd, doesn't he? Too much yeah. kale. Could be. If you get a lot of that kale, you're basically you're pooping like a draw horse back in the 1800s. I still remember um, learning that kale, the number one buyer, the, the number one um, place that buys kale is Pizza Hut. And they put it on their salad bar. They don't actually eat it. That's like the number one kale market in the, in the country. And the bathroom line is completely out the door, and it's not because of the pan pizza. I just said, Brady, <laughs> there, there's a part of me, uh, and we'll get into this a little bit more, but while we you know, brought up Brady, there's a side of me watching him where he has that look like, do I, was it the right move to come back and play another year? Do you do you sense that a little bit? I think I think a little bit. I think he they really like Todd Bowles as their head coach, and and I think that one of the reasons why Bruce stepped aside was because I think he knew that that you know the team was ready to play for Todd Bowles, and they want to do that. And, and Brady's part of that. Like they they want it to work for him. He's a very popular guy in that locker room, and they kind of like the way Dan Campbell is. The players really want it to work with him. Um, and, and Brady, I think, also saw that Kyle Trask was his backup. And it's like, oh, my God, we go, we go from a Super Bowl contender to, to possibly winless with that guy. So that's a pretty easy decision on his part. And he loves having the ego stroke. It's Tom Brady. And he wants, He's to, leave, that, he wants to leave on a Super Bowl stage. Oh, absolutely. That he, and he was close last year if it wasn't for Tampa blitzing and then Stafford makes that long throw to Cup, right? And Brady wants the... He wants the exit on the stage saying goodbye. That, and I, I look back at Brady when I interviewed him for that first signing of the Stars on the Michigan Football Facebook page. Me and John Jansen were doing the interviews, and it was awesome. It was like Woodson walking in, Howard walking <laughs> in. Here comes Brady. Looks like he hasn't showered. Looks like he's been on a 24-hour bender. And that was after they lost to Denver. And that yeah. Super Bowl that he knew was his, right? Yeah. But then Denver go beat Carolina, I think. They right? did. Yes, that was the year. Yeah, and and so you could see, like he's talking to Jansen, and he's like, "Man, you know how losing bothers him, like oh, the yeah. ultimate competitor." And he knows it stung at home against the Rams. You get a stop, it's over, and it didn't happen. Mm. And, and so now I look at it, and they didn't convert. And it's really. 
wasn't on Brady. He was on the Cowboys who were getting a pass rush. So I have the Bucks from week one, and I have the Eagles maybe in the NFC as the best team. Would you say that after one week? Absolutely, especially the way Green Bay played. Oh um, Minnesota kicked their butt. What is again, <laughs> Rogers trying to say, you know, well, he's like Brady. He doesn't need anybody around them. I'm like, you know, them not signing Adams. I don't get that. And, and I, I know it didn't work out too great for the, the Raiders, but Devontae Adams, my goodness, there, there's a video of him. You can look it up on Twitter where he spins his cornerback around twice on the same play. How the Packers not keep those guys together. You, you until can't the tell end. me that, that that wasn't a mistake to let him, you know, that the Packers needed him and their defense, while I think it's really good on paper, did not come together very well against Kirk Cousins, and they could not cover Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a problem for Detroit, too. But uh, Look at the receivers Cousins has in Minnesota, right? God, if, they, if their offensive line does anything, that's a great offense. New Minnesota. offense looks good. It looked, it looked real good, and Kirk looked in command of it. And comfortable. And, yeah. So, and the Bears, how about the Bears go and surprise the world? They're getting they're, uh, through two and a half quarters – they look like they're going to be a winless team this year, right? God bless them, man. That in the in the monsoon, you, you, no, you Trey see. Lance. The the move from Jimmy G to Trey Lance may be the end of Shanahan and Lynch. Uh, not this year, but probably next year it's if a, he's not a that, superstar. Yeah, and you saw the Justin Fields. Who I mean, Chicago fans are, are praying to God that Justin Fields is the answer. At least I got that one right because he's better than Trey, Trey Lance at the same point right now. Because you look at the supporting cast in San Francisco. They should have mopped, mopped the, the the wet field with what the Bears brought out. But the Bears, you know, give them credit. They they a win's a win, they, and they played hard under their new coach. They they got some some good plays from guys that you weren't expecting to have good plays. That's that's how you win in the NFL. A win is a win in the NFL. Never apologize for a victory. Never. You got seventeen chances. That's right. You probably need ten to go on the W side for you to be a playoff team. At least. But yeah, 10, 10, 10 and seven is going to get you in this year. Right. Yeah, nine, nine, nine and eight with how balanced the NFC is. It's obvious the AFC is the power conference. So we'll talk about that. Jeff Risden joining us. We have so much to get to uh, with the Lions. Some of the late uh, breaking news from the LionsWire dot com. Uh, Detroit Lions podcast tonight. What do you say around seven ish? Seven ish. Yep. Seven ish. Uh, search uh, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Uh, at Jeff Risden, I-R-S-D-O-N. Also, our Bud Light, huge question of the day. And remember, when you're watching the Lions drink a nice cold Bud Light, they'll have a better day or night. At least they had a better half on Sunday against the Eagles. And also thanks to Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So our huge question of the day, what's your early vibe on the Lions, I think it's a must-win situation. I really do. And we'll talk about that next, Jeff. That Sunday, you can't start 0-2 with two losses at home with all the mojo uh, you had in the offseason. You can answer that question, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. I also have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the NFL. Are you ready for week two of Thursday night football? So get ready for week two with touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers 
who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code HUGE when they sign up can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City to win, the Chargers or the Chiefs. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game on Thursday night, you get paid instantly. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you sign up after downloading it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win ticket issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We'll have more with Rizzy, who's in the hizzy. On the Lions in the NFL, your Lions questions had Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Drop your Lions questions. Text the word Huge to 21,000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get September savings on your favorite automotive products. JB Weld Plastic Bonder is only $7.29. And JB Quick Cold Weld Epoxy is just $5.99. Seal All Contact Adhesive and Sealant is just $3.49. We also stock exciting new products like Nebo's Glow Tumbler Handles with Lights and the Skeeter Hawk Mosquito Carabiner. While supplies last, shop online and save at myautovaluestore.com. Auto Value. Service is the difference. We get it. Get more for your money and get a healthy dinner for less when you shop Meyer. Start your meal with Earthbound Farm Organic Salad for $2.99. Then shop Frederick's by Meyer Cooked Shrimp for $8.99 for the main course. Add delicious Nor Pasta or Rice Sides for only $1.35. And clean it all up with Bounty Paper Towels for $12.99. Get more for your money and get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now, they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. So fall is here. Kids are back to school, but there's still time to book a stay-and-play package in September or October and even look ahead to 2023 for that golf getaway, that special event, that wedding, that reception, that outing. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Everything you need is at TullymoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they also have prime real estate available for your second home where you can live there full-time year-round in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Go to TullymoreGolf.com to get more information. That's TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you live within driving distance, get up there and play 18 at Tullymore or 18 at St. Ives. 
You can book your tee time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, always originating from the Auto Valley bumper-to-bumper parts store studios. Superfly Hayes, the legend lives on. Executive producer, the man. Jeff Risden calls him the Matt Stafford of the huge show. And once he's traded, he'll win a championship with another sports radio show. Thank you, Superfly Stafford. Uh, Jeff Risden, uh, the other voice you'll hear in a moment, uh, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. He is inside the NFL with the Lions Wire, the Browns Wire, uh, the LionsWire.com. You can look up Lions Wire on Twitter, Facebook. Great follow. uh, The latest news. Uh, Also, the Detroit Lions podcast uh, will go tonight. They'll look back at the Philly. Detroit game. Look ahead to Washington and Detroit on Sunday. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube around 7-ish tonight. Uh, I did mention uh, earlier to you, Jeff, that uh, some news today. You guys were busy on the Lions Wire connected to news out of Allen Park. Yeah, so we got uh, bad news on Halapula Vadi Vaita. Hey, I said it right first Wow. I, I've never said his first name uh, ever on the show. Yeah, did big V. He, he, that's he, all I say, that, V. That's all you need. Halaputo? Halapula Vadi. So my, my podcast partner, Chris, came up with this. If you sing Play That Funky Music, White Boy, and you sing Halapula Vadi Vaitai, oh, it's the same Halapuri thing. There you go. You got it. And he was dancing and singing and getting back surgery. He won't be dancing for a while because he had back surgery. He's going to be out. They think he's going to be back later this year, but we're not nah, sure Nah, that, that seems like a, you back. know, hey, folks, he could be back. But back surgery and going to play again yeah, in the same season? It, it, when does that happen in the NFL? Not often. Yeah. Um, now, it wasn't like – they didn't say exactly what surgery he had, but they, they, they termed it minor, which, I mean – I've I've never had back surgery, but my my back is hurt. I've never heard of minor back I, yeah, surgery. That, that that seems that doesn't seem pleasant. But the, the the interesting thing with that, he goes and has a surgery, and Levi Anzarike on injured reserve with a back problem that goes back to 2019, hadn't had surgery. If, if it's something that surgery can't correct, I don't know how that's going to get better. Uh, that's 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 not looking good. I don't have any issues with the line. On how they played. I really don't. The yeah. false starts, right, early. I mean, Stenberg had the two, right. but then they still scored on the drive. I, I know. I, I don't have any. The O-line, it, it's a beautiful thing. Golf second half, I'm cool with. Swift start to finish was uh, the best running back in the league, maybe outside of Saquon and that comeback uh, the Giants had against the Titans. Uh, the receivers second half showed up. I, I still think Hawkinson... Now, if this is by design by other teams that they're taking them out, then other receivers had better have big numbers every week. Absolutely. And that's that's the trade-off that they're going to have to get. Now, Philadelphia is pretty good at linebacker. They're really good at safety. You look at Washington, they don't have either of those. So this is a week where if you're going to – if Hawkinson's ever going to eat, this is the week to feed him because they don't have very good their, – their best linebacker last year was Jonathan Bostick. Remember him from Detroit? When we couldn't wait, wait to get rid of him and his dreadlocks, he's he was our best linebacker last year. They got they got Cole Holcomb in the middle. Um, I dare you to pick him out of a police lineup. Cole Holcomb, <laughs> yeah, 
I, I think I went to high school with them at Sparta, class of eighty. Could could very well be. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're uh, I know they're they're just not. This this is a, a very different Washington team, and it, the, we talked about it a little bit in the break. They got to get this one, man. They have to they, win. They got to have to. You cannot. You can't start zero two at home. You can't start zero two no at way. home. Not not against. I mean, obviously Philly's really good, but Washington. I mean, yeah, they beat Jacksonville, but Jacksonville did not look great. I mean, they, they don't have the depth of talent. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't particularly have a good game. Now, Washington's dangerous. They can win. They've got weapons. Antonio Gibson's a really good running back. Terry McLaurin, scary Terry. That guy can play. Uh, Carson Wentz, you never know what you're going to get. And, and the, the commanders never know what they're going to get out of Carson Wentz either. And with Hutchinson and no mobile quarterback, uh, look for Aiden. I think they have a couple of sacks on uh, Wentz. I do like the Lions. I think they're what uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board giving two and a half points. Two, yeah, two and a half points. Right. This is the first time that the Lions have been favored against a team with a winning record since 2018. They went. They went into Miami that wow. year, and and uh, Miami was was four and three at the time, and the Lions beat them. Uh, also from the Lions Wire uh, earlier this afternoon, Jeffrey uh, Lions sign running back Justin Jackson. I really liked him. In the preseason for Detroit, I, I did too. And 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 Levi goes on IR, so yeah. So there there was a lot of people that were wondering, oh, you know, defensive lineman right. goes on injured reserve. We haven't filled the spot yet. Maybe it's Indomitian Sue. Maybe it's somebody on the. De- no, this was. Uh, um, I didn't I didn't realize it at the time um, until they did it. Uh, but it was pretty much preordained that this spot was going to go to Justin Jackson. Look, he's their kick returner. He was the primary kick returner. They didn't wind up returning any kicks last week because Philadelphia kicks it out of the end zone every time. But uh, they, they like Justin Jackson a lot. He's their number four running back. Uh, keep in mind, the number three running back didn't play, uh, Craig Reynolds. So it, he's there for his return game. Well, what, It makes sense. And look, he, he's a good guy. He, he is a much more natural backup to DeAndre Swift if Swift gets hurt in a game than what Jamal Williams or Craig Reynolds are. Those guys are more between the tackles, you know, give me the ball, I'm going to grind a few yards. Swift's a guy who can make you miss with speed, and Justin Jackson's that same kind of guy. So it makes makes a lot of sense that they did that. Uh, it's it's a little, little frustrating that they're that they didn't try that they didn't even try anybody out for defense. So it was clear that they they knew what they were going to do. Um, and and like they're not, I know there's people that are like, oh, you got to get Sue, you got to get you know, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown didn't want to play in Detroit. Um, he made that. Sue's not clear. coming back, so, and certainly not for anything that the Lions would pay him. No, and I think with what he did to the franchise and how he was off the field in terms of just doing his own thing, I, I don't think you, you can't go back there if you're and, Holmes. And, and also, if you're Indomik and Sue, you're he's what thirty four now. You're looking you're looking to win. You're not gonna come. Uh, no offense to Lions. they're not they're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. He seems to be like somebody Belichick would use. If they need him, and Absolutely. New England didn't look good in Week One. New England looked awful oh in Week my God. One. They looked uh, bad. They looked real bad. Um, I, I'll tell you, the, the team to watch with Sue, and they've they've approached him a couple times is Cleveland, because they their defense is loaded outside of defensive tackle, uh, and he fits the profile of what they might need to do. Uh, you know, if he comes in late, they get Deshaun Watson back at quarterback. He can't be any worse than Jacoby Brissett was the other day, and that 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 that's 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 my pick. Um, just a guess, but I think that's where he's going to wind up. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, our Lions insider, joining us in studio. Also, uh, look for Lions Wire, Twitter, Facebook, and tonight, uh, the post game one Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, Jeff is a co-host with Chris. 
7-ish. Uh, search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, the missed sacks were obvious to everybody. Uh, but away from that, how do you think he played? I, I will say this to, to preface it. He's going against Lane Johnson, who is the best right tackle in football. He's going against Jalen Hurts, who is probably the best running quarterback in the game right now. Maybe Better him, than Lamar him, Jackson? Him or Lamar okay. are, are the All two. Right. Um, in that context, I thought he did fantastic. They, they threw tight end chips at him. They, they, he, got, he, got, he got so close to being home a few times. And some of it, he did take some angles that left him exposed if he missed it. And that's something that they're going to have to clean up because you can't go willy nilly on that. You don't have you don't have David Ojabo on the other side being able to chase a guy down anymore. You know you can't take those risks as much. And I think that's something that he's got to learn. But physically, like he more than looked the part. He looked real good. Uh, and he will get some of those sacks against the Carson Wentz's of the world, but especially the Kirk Cousins of the world. The guys who really can't move. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire uh, in studio. You have a Lions question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge uh, to 21,000. Bud Light, Huge question of the day. What's your vibe on game two in Detroit on Sunday against the Commanders? I think I said Redskins earlier. I know I, I said I'm going to say at least 10 times. This week I told Superfly. So far, man, I've been good. This is like the third radio. The commanders thing. I, of Washington. Commanders. I, yeah. Why aren't, why aren't they the WFT? Yeah, yeah. They should, they should have stuck with Every that. time that WFT, I thought it was WTF. Absolutely. Every, every time I saw that. That's a great marketing gimmick. Oh, it and is. they sold shirts for that. Like, that, they should have they gone. Like, yeah. like, Commanders in and of itself is not a bad name. But WFT with a question mark. That's better. I love yeah. that. That's awesome. Risden will be hanging out uh, for... The duration here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, that Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your vibe on that Washington game Sunday? So one eight six six eight three eight huge Speaking of Sunday, another pregame bash at Tin Roof, which is right across the street from Comerica, block from Ford Field. Uh, it is the go-to destination spot on game day. So join me. I'll be there around 930 on Sunday before I go over to Ford Field for the game. Uh, Tin Roof, your game day destination. And Superfly, Jeff, is going to the Tigers game Saturday night and double dipping with the Lions on Sunday. A lot of people are doing that. That sounds like a great weekend. As all, he takes his uh, dad, his uncles. He uh, he wanted to announce it on air, but I'll say it for him. He's paying for everything wow. for everybody. That, yeah. that that's quite a gentleman right yeah, there. And my I'm, goodness, and I don't. My wallet's missing too, so I don't know what happened with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've done the double dip. I've done it more around preseason games in August than the double dip in September. I've done the the two college games in the same day a few times. Oh, we drive up to East Lansing or, yeah. or vice versa uh, down. I, to I, I, I've actually done Illinois Northwestern. I've done uh, Ohio State Ohio, and I've done Michigan Michigan State, and I've done Western and Central on the same day too. Well, yeah, I've done it's, Tigers uh, it's Wings. A long, it's a long day. <laughs> I've done Tigers Wings the opening day, then the Wings later that night. Jeff, we got a lot to talk about with the Lions, the NFC North, the NFL. More from Risden in studio. Here on this Wednesday edition of the Huge Show Across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation persons are you ready to hit the open road you know get out of dodge meet us at the detroit camper show vickers trailer sales specializes in towables new and used pop-ups retro style campers travel trailers and fifth wheels browse inventory online at vickers trailer sales.com that's v-i-c-a-r-s trailer sales.com Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment, Hour 2, here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Remember, if you miss any podcast, any hour, any interview, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. We are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, get the free podcast, and catch up and listen, share, do what you want to with them. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. A lot of NFL conversation today. That means the pro football picks are back up week two. $1,500 in cash could be yours from Tom Rosenbach and the team at Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday to play every week through the big game at thehugeshow.net. You beat my picks just one week, you'll be in that drawing for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. More weeks you beat me, more chances you'll have to win. You have until Sunday morning. To get the picks in at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.
The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Wednesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 radio stations for the one close to where you live, where you travel, where you vacation, have relatives, whatever. Just go to thehugeshow.net. You get the complete list of stations. Also, uh, the free stream, podcast, and more at thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, which is heard weekly on YouTube around 7 p.m. tonight. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. You can hear Jeff and Chris talk about the Eagles loss. Look ahead to Washington on Sunday. And uh, Jeff, when we look at the Lions and you get away from the coulda, woulda, shouldas, what do you take from that week one that you think helps this team get that W, which they desperately need to avoid going 0-2 to start the season at home on Sunday against the Commanders? You know, I, I think offensively you look, and this was a team, that's a good Philadelphia defense, and they just put 35 up on them. And probably left some points on the field, actually, because if, if Josh Reynolds catches that pass, golf was just a little bit, like just a little bit more air under that ball. And that's a touchdown, and they win. So they, they're going to have the ability to to score on just about anyone. Because, again, Philadelphia, that defense is as good as they're going to face outside of maybe Green Bay. Um, like Washington's, Washington's front is really good, but th- this is a, they're going to be able to score. And I think they proved that. Um, going from, from losing 44-6 to on Halloween last year to the same, playing the same team, a better Eagle. The Eagles got better, as, as the Lions did, and they they – Put, they put 35 up on them. That's that's something that you can hang your hat on, especially when they had the, the, the lull at the beginning of the game. Like they, they know it. Jared Goff talked about it after the game. They left points on the board, so they know that they can score, and that gives you some flexibility with your defense to maybe, okay, maybe I'm going to try to pick this pass off. Maybe I'm gonna, maybe I'll play a little bit more underneath or trail coverage where I can get a pick if the quarterback throws something bad or – you know, the, the, it gives the pass rush a chance to impact the play more because the, the other team's going to have to score to keep up with you. You know, they're, they're not going to be able to, to milk the clock and just run the ball and, and make it a short game. If if they got to keep up with the Lions' offense, you've got to trade scores with them. That's going to create some opportunity. That's exactly what Aaron Glenn wants with his aggressive defense. That's why he switched to this defense under the anticipation that the Lions are going to score 28, 30, 35 points a game. It gives the defense more chances to take chances. Now, some of them are not going to work. Saw that happen with Jalen Hurts quite a bit. Uh, not every team has Jalen Hurts, though. And, and I think because of Hurts, you didn't see as much blitzing as you wanted to because Glenn was saying, okay, if we miss him, yeah. here you go. Hey, it'll be 20, 25-yard chunks. But that guy on third down was just killing the Lions and, on and, Sunday. And was, there were so many that were so close. There was one where Charles Harris um, – Basically had him dead to rights, and Jalen just took one quick step out to his side and got around him. And 
like Charles Harris, that's a fast dude. Like for a defensive end, he's one of the fastest in the league. Couldn't 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 catch him. The Rodrigo couldn't get outside to, to cover it up, but neither could Anzalone. So it was uh he was a rough matchup. And I I I also think that they're gonna be better prepared now to face a quarterback like that. Not that they're gonna have another one that runs like that, that that's not on the schedule this year. But they don't ever see that in practice. And this is one of the things we talked about it before the season. One of the reasons why I was angry that they didn't do more at the backup quarterback position. Tim Boyle and, and and David Blau, they don't they don't offer you any chance to simulate against that. They ran Tom Kennedy as their their Jalen Hurts guy in practices last week because their backup quarterback can't do it. Uh, now, obviously, Kennedy is a pretty nimble guy, but he's he's not that fast. He's a wide receiver. He's a too. wide receiver, and you're not going to worry. Practice about squad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and and he's fine for that. But if you want to really simulate and get ready. You gotta have a quarterback who can do this. Like I, I know Antoine Randall else on the team. He's a coach. He, he, he doesn't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Let's go old school IU and Steelers. He was a fun one, man. He was well, he was one of the first with slash Cordell Stewart, these guys he that was. the red zone that were the running QBs, right? He was. He was good at it too. And he could throw too. He's a great QB, just a competitor. Uh one note on the best defensive performers. I was looking at the story from Lionswire.com. Uh, by Pro Football Focus, the highest graded Lions defender was rookie linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez at 73-4. Then Deshaun Elliott, a great pickup no one's talked about. Yep. Uh, Chris Board, another linebacker with speed. Tracy Walker and cornerback Mike Hughes. Uh, three, what, three of those five guys Will are Harris brand new. Will Harris was brutal. Four of those five guys are brand new. Yeah. And Will, was it Will Harris that had the bonehead play, right? Uh, he got beat over the top for a touchdown. Okuda goes out of the game for one right. play yeah. and touchdown. Right. Um, and so, That's good coaching yeah. on the other side, right? <laughs> yeah, Yes, it is. See him uh, go out. By the way, the worst defensive performers, linebacker Derek Barnes, according to Pro Football Focus from this Lions Wire that, story. That did not surprise me from watching the film at all. Anzalone uh, was third. Yeah. He, uh, he, Juju he, Hughes he, at uh, two. Michael Brockers, we talked about, at four. And Benito Jones... Yeah. And then you know, Brockers just didn't do anything. And the, the play where Miles Sanders salted the game away, the, the 26-yard run. The missed on, tackle. He was mm. – so Brockers is there, and his role on that play is to occupy a blocker and let the linebacker get to it. Now, that's a play where Derek Barnes is has pretty much has him dead to rights in the backfield, and he runs in Aiden Hutchinson first. Uh, and that, that creates a little seam on the outside. And uh, Rodriguez was the other linebacker on the field at that time. He didn't get over there. Um, missed the hole. Um, I actually I, I, I did a film study, and, and people are going to hate this. I don't think Rodriguez played that great. Like he had, he, he had, but he's rated high by Pro Football Focus, and yeah. I didn't see the impact he had in some preseason games. Yeah. And he missed some spots. And with the speed, I still don't get this, Jeff. How, if you're Campbell, you guys had all offseason to prepare for this, how did you not set up either Board or Rodrigo who would spy Jalen Hurts and unless they got blocked or kicked out of it, 
They he would they would go where Hertz went, and they they didn't really do that. They Why did, not? They, they did a little bit with the sh- with uh, Elliot as as safety, no, but, that, 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 but he's he, not going to hang with them. No, you can't. And and the one time that they did that, he he popped it over the top. Why not do that though with one of those linebackers? Yeah, and some of that is is that they don't want to take away the linebackers' ability to make play, like Miles Sanders is a good running back. Kenneth Gamble's like I, I get that, but yeah, I'm with you, man. You got to take chances with this defense right now. Exactly, and if you're not gonna if you're not gonna force Hertz to to sit in the middle of the pocket and throw the ball, which is not what he wants to do, then you got You got to have somebody mirror that. You know, it's it's the way you play Lamar Jackson. It, give I will give I will give Matt Patricia a little bit of credit here. Uh oh, he always had a very. Are you good, drinking? Uh, uh, there must be some in this Coke here. <laughs> he always had a good game plan to contain running quarterbacks. They did a good job against Mahomes. They did a great job against Lamar Jackson. Did a very good job a, a, a few times against Aaron Rodgers when he was still a little bit more limber. They now they were terrible at defending everything else, literally everything else on the field against them. But they had a plan for how to handle a running quarterback, and that's something that I don't think that Dan Campbell and and Aaron Glenn have just yet. I worry at times that Campbell just wants to play straight up football and and doesn't understand that he has to win with offense and take chances on defense, not having a spy on Hurts. Was a huge mistake. I could see adjusting, but what I thought after the 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 first drive and the comeback by Philly was that the Eagles made better adjustments as a staff than the Lions did. They certainly did early in the game. Yeah, early. Absolutely. I'm talking absolutely. early. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and and I think you saw Anzalone play better in the second half. I thought he had a pretty good second half. He made a couple of plays where he actually chased down Hurts um, and did some things. Took off some angles. Like there was some positive. I thought Jeff Okuda was great. Fantastic. I, I wrote. I did a write up on him on on Lionswire. You can check it out there. Uh, I watched. What I charted every one of his plays. Um, I I do it where I get. I don't do the pro football focus thing, although it did actually work there briefly. Um, pluses and minuses. He got fourteen pluses and seven minuses from me. That's a hell of a game. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, I I thought. Elliot played well. I thought Tracy Walker before he got ejected for being an idiot, um, and he deserves to be ejected. By the way, you can't throw a punch. Can't do that. Um, I think the hit that he the the way that Jalen hurt Jalen Hurts got away with some stuff in this game, and I think that was frustrating too. There was two instances where he threw the ball away, ball didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, and the Eagles had linemen downfield. Like, okay, if you're not going to throw the intentional grounding penalty, okay, he threw it. The one play, his center was 14 yards down the field. Like, it was clearly a designed run. He was forward down the field. Yeah, Maybe he's yeah. digging the song. It, it's an illegal <laughs> <laughs> illegal receiver down the field. I'm tapping my head oh, now. The penalty. They, they missed that stuff. I don't think it was a very well-officiated game. Uh, and I was, I'm tired of the old officials. When are we going to get some young guys? Yeah, and this guy. Can, can we get some officials in their 30s? This, this crew's rough, man. They're um, old. They're they, talking too much with coaches. I don't like that. It's like they're hanging out and... They're enjoying the game. Uh, Pro Football Focus, by the way, for the Lions Wire story, Jeff, you posted. Top offensive performers for the Lions, obviously Swift, uh, Panay Sewell, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, that's surprising. I didn't really, he didn't stand out to me. Jonah Jackson, uh, DJ uh, Chark uh, was five. Uh, did Hawkinson st- stick out to you as the third best offensive player for the Lions in that game? He didn't block well. Um, he did make a great third down catch, uh, and he also had another uh, pretty critical reception where he made a guy miss right after the catch. That they love that stuff at PFF. Uh, he, he did okay. Um, you want more, but he did okay. 
You need right. more, though. Uh, worst offensive performers for the Lions, according to Pro Football Focus, and the loss to the Eagles. Right guard Logan Stenberg, 25.9. That's a low number. That's a, And his, his pass blocking was 0.0. There's nowhere to go but up. That's right. And you're going to see him. We're going to call again. that the Sten meter. You're going you're to see You're going to see more of Logan Stenberg. Pass because, blocking uh, was 0.00. Yep. And uh, now he gets, like, Washington doesn't have a lot on defense. Their defensive line is loaded. Jonathan Allen, Daron Payne, those dudes can play. Uh, so it's going to be a big test for him, and he's going to be in there with with Vitae having the back surgery. Tommy Kramer did not practice today. They signed an offensive lineman off the Eagles practice squad to the active roster. Probably not good news for Tommy Kramer. It means you're going to see a lot of Logan Stenberg. This is for everybody who wanted Big V gone. You're seeing what's going to happen with Big V gone and, with the back surgery, right? Now. And, and now it might it might work out. Like I, I didn't think Stenberg was that bad. Um, he he's pretty bad in Pat. Like he, this was something that we saw consistently for the first couple of years he was in Detroit. He gets engaged and he stops moving his feet. You can't do that. Your son knows that from from football. If you, he does move his feet well. Yeah, you, you've got to keep your feet moving. That Ace actually had a twenty six point eight NFL rating. A little bit bigger than Logan Stenberg. And the Hawks win over Grand Rapids, Kennewa Hills. Uh, how about this for the worst offensive performers, for what it's worth, from pro football focus from the Lions Wire story? Ragnow, two. Goff, three. Jamal Williams, four. And wide receiver Josh Reynolds had five. And that's the first half, I think, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, and Ragnow... But that's I, for the game, but they dug themselves such a big hole in the first half. Ragnow's hurting, right, with the groin. Definitely. And, and it showed um, he was fine when he was like in the line, when they wanted him to go out and, and pick off a linebacker. When he had to recover and, and come back, he couldn't move. And that showed. So that that's that's an anomaly for him. He's going to be great. I, I have no worries about, about Frank Ragnow in the middle. I do worry a little bit... That he's he he didn't practice again today, um, and that's so. This is an injury that's going to dog him for a little bit. Maybe maybe you sit him down for a week or two. This is not the week to do it. After this week, you can do it um, because you're not going to face. They they are front loaded with their defensive lines that they're going to face this year. Philly's really good. I think you saw that with with Javon Hargrave, Jordan Davis. By the way, as a rookie, tip your hat to that dude, the big guy from Georgia, and like the, he's they, a man. We he saw was, him last. Well, his last college game against – well, now last game Michigan played. He yeah. played in the title game. But yeah. against Michigan, how dominant he was so, out of so Georgia. Far, so far, so good for him, for oh, Philly. <laughs> and they, you know, they got Fletcher Cox. Philly Brandon looks like Graham. a Super Bowl championship that, that, level that's, team. That's a team that can win a lot of playoff and games. And the Lions lost by three. And and that's – and I we, we talked about it. You don't want the moral victories. This is something we're going to talk about on the podcast tonight. We, uh, we don't want the moral victories, but at the same time – if you can't see the progress and appreciate the progress, I, I, like why are you rooting for the Lions? You know, <laughs> like, I agree with you. I agree with you on the po- a progress. I really do, Jeff. Like you, it's not going to happen overnight. But you saw like a, a major step forward, and that's encouraging. Like, did they should, do they need to do more? Heck yeah, they do. They got to win these games. But there's so much they have. The big thing last year, and Dan Campbell talked about it after the season, was that their margin for error in games last year was was almost non-existent. Everything had to go just right for them to win. They're not like that anymore. Like they can make their own destiny this year. They they can make a few mistakes and still survive. They darn near did it against a very good Eagles team. To me, that's very encouraging and promising for what's going to happen for the rest of the year. 
And now, on the, yeah. they, they got to right. beat Washington. If they don't beat Washington, no, then, then, then we're then we're could having, unravel. It'll be really we're, interesting. We're having a real different conversation next week. One thing I was going to jump in on uh, 38-35, The line was uh, Detroit getting six points. They covered again. So on the DraftKings sportsbook app, big board. Uh, Dan Campbell's been very friendly to those who wager on NFL games. Seven and two at home against the spread. Seven and two, and they're a two and a half point favorite against the Commanders. On Sunday, don't forget my huge Michigan Sports Network pregame bashes during the home games. First four at Tin Roof, which is your game day destination right across the street from Comerica, a block from Ford Field. Uh, They got DJs, multiple bands. It really is a big party at Tin Roof. Great food menu and also your favorite beverages. I'll be there Sunday about 9.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. If you have a Lions comment, our Bud Light huge question of the day, what's your vibe on Game 2 for the Lions against the Commanders? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. To 21,000. NFL Thursday night action. Chargers and the Chiefs should be a good game. I'm curious on the short week. Uh, So get ready for week two, including Thursday night football, by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience a thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City Thursday night to win. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. I'm talking either team's up by seven. Whoever you took, you get paid instantly. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets immediately when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. More with Jeff Risden. From the Lions Wire, part of the USA Today Network, and also the Detroit Lions Podcast that airs tonight on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions Podcast. That will start up around 7. Uh, we'll talk more about the Lions, about the game on Sunday. Uh, go around the NFC North and the rest of the NFL. Your questions had Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on the Huge Text Chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the den, 
It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Astros leave town after wrapping up their three-game set downtown against the Tigers. There's been so much pub on the Yankees this year. Perhaps some have forgotten just how good Houston has been and the size of their championship heart. They've won over 90 games for the fifth time in six years behind the best starting rotation in the American League, the best bullpen in baseball, and four hitters who've crushed 20 home runs or more. They have winners like Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Yuli Gurriel, then traded for more winners like Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez. When you think of postseason favorites, you can think of the Dodgers and the Braves and the Yankees and the Mets if you so choose. Just remember this. You don't want to overlook a team that just left town, the one that has championship heart and championship players. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. The must-see show of 2022. September 22nd, Van Andel Arena with Tyler Hubbard. And special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We continue our statewide broadcast on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, yours, mine, and our big-name guest. And we have an in-studio guest, Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also, a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, which you can hear later tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, just go search that on YouTube, Jeff Talking in studio about the Lions' loss to the Eagles. Commanders matchup on Sunday. Is it going to be low scoring? Uh, when you break this down and you look at both teams, why do you like the Lions? Or why do you like the fact that they could be 0-2 with two home losses to start this season? Oh, I don't want to think about that. Uh, I, I think they're going to win. I like them. I, I like the way that they match up, uh, specifically the the offensive weaponry against what Washington has on the outside on their defense. 
The, William Jackson's he's okay at cornerback. He's not better than Jeff Okuda. He's their best cornerback. You can beat. You can get some things against their secondary and their back seven. Uh, and the way DeAndre Swift ran the other day, and the way he's looked all this off season, like Washington can't defend that. Now their defensive line's really good, and the Lions' offensive line's going to have to be a little bit better, a little bit tighter than they were against Philadelphia, uh, because they they can bring it up front. You know, even without Chase Young, who's not going to play, he's on injured reserve. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. Montez Sweat, like they got dudes, man. <laughs> they can, they can, they're gonna, they're gonna make life life difficult. But when Jared Goff gets time, he's gonna have guys that are more open than they were a week ago. He's got a little bit more sync now. We talked about it earlier about how the offense just wasn't in sync early. Whether it was they, you know, they didn't play enough in the preseason or they didn't, they didn't practice against the right style of defense. I think that's gonna look better. And I think that that's that uh, that's going to give them the ability to outscore whatever Washington does against their own defense. Now Washington's going to put up some points. Carson Wentz looked pretty good the other day uh, for for him. He was better than he ever was in Indy, where he you know, they, they could not wait to get rid of him. And one of the things that I picked up this summer was how much the Indy players really really didn't like him. And that's something to watch in Washington, uh, where you know, things are already a little tense there with what's going on. They, uh, if, if he doesn't win them soon, it could go south on him really quick, and it could start this week. I think you're going to see Aiden Hutchinson have a lot more. Look, the, the Washington offensive line, their best offensive lineman for the last few years has been Brandon Scherf. He's in Jacksonville now. Their tackles, they're okay. They're, they're nothing special. They, are certain, they, they remind me of the Jeff Backus, Riley Reef style of Lions, like, they're okay. Like they're not going to get you killed, but they're not going to be an asset for you. And inside, you can beat them a little bit. They get they get a pretty good center, but beyond that, like this this is a game where Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, uh, Ali McNeil, who had a bad game against Philadelphia, these guys they're going to have a better game this week. And that I, I feel pretty comfortable about the the way that the the matchups go for Detroit. If if the offensive line holds up. I really like what the Lions can do against this Washington team. And it's a gauge game off of how good Philly was, how the Lions made it a close game. Was it junk yardage? Was it just Philly backing off? And the fact is, with where you've set up the fans, and it's similar to the Tigers, where there was a lot of optimism and hope, and man, the Tigers just crashed and burned this year. Pistons had a lot of optimism. Then all of a sudden, well, we got to play the young guys. And what I really worry about, Jeff, is that if they're 0-2, I don't want to hear Campbell on Monday say we need to get better. I, I just don't want to hear the coach speak. That That's something – this is a big game for Dan Campbell. Oh, it is. Because if, Huge. If, if all the buzz that we've had all offseason and all the, the feel-good coming out of hard knocks and everything, if they're 0-2 at home, like – I can't spin that for them. Like, I, I, I'd like to. I can't do that. I, I'm – pretty good at doing this stuff I'm, I'm not i don't want to either i don't i don't want to spin that like you're owing two you got to be better than that you can, look i know that this isn't the year where we're expecting them to make the jump into the postseason if you can't beat washington at home that's 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 not good if you can't be washington at home all of a sudden that schedule will look like okay bears won their opener against the niners yeah. uh, are we looking at a three four win team again that that's how big this game Sunday is to the Lions. You cannot do it to your home fans, especially with the energy they brought yeah. uh, to start the game and also how they came back with the team 
in the second half against the Eagles. You, you're the Lions. You have got to win this game on Sunday. Yeah, and it sounds like it's going to be a sellout crowd again. The fans, we're still excited about it. We want, we want to see this. They're, they're so ready to blow the roof off that, man. And if it doesn't happen this week, it, it's going to be a long year because then, then you're looking at like, oh, like we, we all do the schedule game before the year. You go through. We, we've done it a couple times on the air, huge. You know, we go through and we're like, oh, we could beat Minnesota. Well, now you look at what Minnesota did to Green Bay. They they trounced the Packers. Like they were the better team in all phases of that game. Like that's it's not looking like an easy one. Now. You know, Chicago. I, I know San Francisco screwed up with their quarterback situation. I know the weather was weird, but they're, they're not terrible. Like. We, we talked about, like, last year. This is one of the things we talked about in the podcast a lot. Be real careful when you go through it. Last year, it was like, oh, Cincinnati will beat them. Well, they went up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got to be careful about the expectations on that. I look at this team, and I predicted 9-8 and eight before the season began. And I thought, uh, I hope they would win the first two. I hope they win every game. But the reality is, I said, give me a split. And you're right along that 8-9 and nine to 9-8 nine and eight path. I didn't say Super Bowl. I didn't say playoffs. I, I really said play some meaningful games in December where this team is close, and then 2023 is your year. But, you know, yep. again, I liken it to the Tigers. It was the same thing I was saying about the Tigers uh, back in February and March. You've got, you've got to pull out the games like this one. You're favored. You're favored at home. You have to. And the fans, another sellout. Yeah, you, this, this one would be like, I wasn't disappointed. Sunday. I expected them to lose that game. You, you I, predicted that. Yeah, I was actually fairly encouraged by how they played. Other than that, the from the middle of the first quarter through close to halftime, I thought they they were as good as the Eagles. The Eagles were better longer. If 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 you're not better longer than the Washington Commanders, look, Washington's not terrible. This isn't a bad team. They're a team that's going to win seven or eight games probably. And like you, these are the teams you've got to beat if you want to get to that eight nine win mark. You've got to make these work and that. They're going to have to do more complete. Um, you know, it's it's encouraging that they got closer against Philly. It, it, it's definite progress, but it's still not enough. And if if you're going to try to sell the 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 hopium, the the, the Honolulu blue Kool Aid to everybody, you cannot lose this football game. Can't do it. Not not to this team. Now, if if it was, you know, if it's somebody, if you're playing Minnesota or Green Bay or. You know, somebody that's really good in the schedule. Yeah, okay, I can justify that. Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be tough. <laughs> Buffalo looked real good last week. This is Washington. These are the games that you expect to win if you're going to be a good football team. I rewatch the game as well, and if they don't have a mobile quarterback, Lions win that game on Sunday. Oh, 100%. I'm talking if the Eagles don't 100%. have Jalen Hurts. And they, they do not have a quarterback that could bail them out who can run the football. But that the fact is they did that the Lions knew. And what still irks me is that they had no game plan for Hurts. No. Now, now Nothing. Carson, Carson Wentz can run. They don't like no. him to run because he's had back problems and thumb problems and he gets hurt a lot. Uh, their backup is Taylor Heineke. He can also run, uh, but n- none of them are Jalen Hurts. You're not going to see Jalen Hurts again, thank God. You're going to see Josh Allen later this year, but uh, that's just another different animal entirely. Now, I look at if it's not Hurts, I think the Lions do win that game. So if they're that close to a team, the both of us began this conversation this afternoon on the huge show across Michigan that Philly is as good as anybody in the NFC, maybe top five in the NFL after week one. If the Lions are that close and just containing a running quarterback, that should be a positive. But now 
Well, we need to see that in game two on Sunday, and that goes back to why we're talking about beating the commanders is so darn important. Absolutely. You cannot come out of this 0-2. One and one is fine. If you split, you split one and one each of your two game series, you're 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 a nine and eight, eight and nine team, depending on how it goes at the end of the season. I don't know many Lions fans that wouldn't be happy with an eight and nine season, um, let alone nine and eight. But it starts with this one, and like the disappoint. I will be very disappointed in the Lions if they lose this game. I will especially be disappointed if they if Washington isn't the better team and the Lions don't take advantage of it. You know, let's see them create a turnover. Let's see them get off the field on third downs. Let's see them make a play that you couldn't make against Philadelphia to show that you've earned the right to win the game. Washington, they didn't they didn't play great against Jacksonville, and I don't think Jacksonville is very good, but they, they did enough to win the game. And they showed Ron Rivera is a very good coach, and he showed that his team understands what they have to do to win the game. I need to see that from Dan Campbell and the Lions. I'm pretty confident that they do know what they're doing, but at some point we got to start seeing some W's here to, to, to validate it. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, Lions NFL Insider, joining us in studio. Follow LionsWire on Twitter and Facebook at LionsWire.com. Uh, also, weekly podcast tonight, uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Search that on YouTube. They'll start up live Around 7 p.m. tonight, just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your vibe on that game Sunday? Will the Lions get their first W, even their record at 1-1? One and one? Which, considering it's Philly and Washington and those two defensive units, you would take that in a heartbeat. You could answer that Bud Light huge question of the day at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add the Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I do want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and all across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So drop your thoughts on that huge question of the day. All right, rest of the NFC North. Uh, We mentioned the Bears, uh, the Packers lose. Uh, the Lions lose. Uh, Vikings looked awesome. They did. Uh, is this a one-game aberration like the Packers had against the Saints last year, or could this linger in uh, to the rest of the season for Green Bay? I don't want to quote Aaron Rodgers, but his relax quote is probably appropriate for Packers fans right now. You know, don't 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 throw yourself into the lake just yet. But that, that offensive line has some problems. Their defensive line didn't play well. Yeah, that's look, I'm, I'm certainly not going to write off the Green Bay Packers, but they, they disappointed uh, more than the Lions did in week one. That, that's, that's a game that you would have expected them to go in and win uh, the way that they matched up X's and O's, and it didn't happen. Um, Rodgers wasn't very good. I, th- I thought their run, their run game choices weren't very good. I, I, I watched the game. I watched the condensed game that they do on NFL Plus, so I didn't like get the nitty-gritty of it. But it, it just felt like they were always like, – like, it felt like they were always going uphill on both sides of the ball. And I thought Minnesota did a really good job of controlling things. Now, with Minnesota, you got a rookie coach in there. You got a new GM. You got a lot of new, new bodies. Um, Mike Zimmer, their old coach, was a good football coach, but I think they were he was a – they were tired of Mike Zimmer. A change needed to happen, and I think you saw a team come back with a lot of renewed energy. Can they carry that over into another week? I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they do. 
um, they're they're certainly going to be able to score on a lot of people, and that's uh, that's concerning from a Lions standpoint. If if the Lions don't start playing a little bit better pass defense, uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you a guy that I'm watching this week, and one of the matchups to watch. Amani Orowarie had a rotten game against Philly. AJ now AJ Brown's really really good. But the Eagles took advantage of AO on on Sunday. He's going to have to go against Terry McLaurin this week. Terry McLaurin is a different kind of receiver than AJ Brown, but he's he's dangerous too, man. He's really good. And look, Okuda was phenomenal. And again, I I, I charted it all out. You can check it out at Lions where I, I did that yesterday. I posted it last night um, where where I thought he had a really good game. He can't cover both guys at the same time, and they're dangerous on the outside. If if Oruwariye doesn't step up, if Tracy Walker can't make a play on a ball, you know, Deshaun Elliott getting stuck, you know, creeping up against the run, and they they pop something deep. You know, Oruwariye is good at what he does. He doesn't have the speed. He just can't turn and run. He doesn't have that. And uh, th- th- this is a this is a big matchup for him because they do have options. You know, Mike Hughes in the slot, I thought played a pretty solid game. He can fly, 4.3 guy. You can move him outside. He's played out there before. Try try Chase Lucas or when Jerry Jacobs comes back, you know, try him in the slot. Or, this is big time for Amani Oruwariye in the next few weeks. Um, until Jerry Jacobs comes off of PUP uh, in a couple of weeks. Like this is this is this is AO playing for his next contract and whether it's going to be in Detroit or not and how many zeros are going to be on it. So this that's a matchup to definitely pay attention to this weekend. Um, is Amani Arawari and where they match him up and, and how well he plays? It, 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 they're they're not going to win unless he plays better. Like we mentioned earlier, a couple of stories from Lions Wire: uh, Vitai back surgery, no word yet if he could return this season. Could be a huge loss for the team. And like I said, Justin Jackson uh, signed off the practice squad. I like him. I really I thought he was there. I know Reynolds gets a lot of love. But I really thought Jackson was at times their second best back after yeah. Swift during the preseason. Definitely, and and he has the speed that that Craig Reynolds doesn't have. He can replace Swift if Swift gets dinged up or needs a breather for a, a set, and they need to run the ball outside. Jamal Williams is good at what he does. He's great, at, great in short yardage last week. Not so great outside of short yardage. Um, Jackson brings a different dynamic there that I think is going to help, and he's also their kick returner. Also for. Uh, for the 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 rockers among us, he has a sweet "I Prevail" tattoo. Um, I Prevail, one of the the primary Detroit bands of the day. Um, can't wait to go see them in a couple weeks here in Grand Rapids. At, uh, Are you going to see Alice Cooper? I am dying to go see that. Uh, I I don't have tickets yet, so I got a DeVos Performance Hall. It's it's next week, isn't it? We got you know what? I, I think we might through ninety six win the game. We might have a pair of tickets for you. Well, that would be that it's would September twenty first, isn't it? I think it's September 21st, next I, week. I, I would not turn that down. That's, no, uh, no, you do a good that, job that's, on there. Uh, yeah, September I, I, 21st, I, I, Alice Cooper at DeVos Performance Hall in Grand Rapids. One of my all-time favorite memories from childhood was... He's Alice, smart. He goes out during the Halloween fall tour with Alice Cooper, He knows right? what he's doing. I, I remember him being on The Muppet Show when I was like eight years old. Yeah, he's, he's made an indelible mark there. on there. I love that. Love that. That was the first time May Spray was introduced on live TV <laughs> with Alice Cooper in the Muppets. Yeah, so September 21st, Alice Cooper. I know you're a metalhead and an old school rocker. I've heard that uh, John Fortin, who's uh, one of the top junior college golf coaches in America from Grand Rapids Community College, said that he got a call from Alice Cooper's people. Alice is a huge golfer. Oh, yeah. And wants to go play Egypt Valley, where John Fortin is a teaching pro in between 
leading Grand Rapids Community College with assistant golf coach Mark Rasmussen. That's like having Palmer and Nicholas That's teaching crazy. the kids. I, I got I got a chance many years ago to play TPC at Scottsdale out in Arizona, and uh, uh, we were teeing off, and Alice Cooper was coming off after his morning round. Well, put, we're going to hook you up with tickets play, right after play, this. Plays 18 holes every day. From yeah, what courtesy I of 96 won the game, and everyone get their tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. September 21st, Alice Cooper. School's out for summer, but he's in Grand Rapids at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Uh, we'll have one final segment coming up uh, with Rizzi. Get his prediction uh, number on the game. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Lions are a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Washington Commanders. Don't forget our huge pregame bashes with the Michigan Sports Network at 10 Roof, just a block from Ford Field. Bands, DJs going your favorite beverages, food, and more. Your game day destination, Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. And I'll be there Sunday, 9.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation persons are you ready to hit the open road you know get out of dodge meet us at the detroit camper show vickers trailer sales specializes in towables new and used pop-ups retro style campers travel trailers and fifth wheels browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. that's v-i-c-a-r-s trailersales.com Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Final segment on this Wednesday broadcast. I want to thank Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast that will go live tonight at 7 p.m. on YouTube. Uh, Jeff, before I let you go, what's your prediction on Sunday's game? I like what the Lions are going to do. I think they're going to come out and, and get it done this week. I'm going to say Lions 30, Commanders 20. All right, Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thank right. you. Jeff Risden uh, wrapping up his in-studio appearance here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I do want to remind everybody uh, what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Your home for Thursday night football in the NFL, uh, Lions games, Michigan State, Washington, Saturday night, 730, Michigan and UConn all season long. All the TVs at the NFL, college football, Lions, Michigan and Michigan State at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. The brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids, for those listening on 96.1 The Game. In Holland, the brands on James off of US 31. For those tuning in on WHTC, you also find a brands in Cascade, just east of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville, west of Grand Rapids. And Johnny Brands on Leonard near 131 in downtown GR. And remember, if you can't get out to watch the game at your local brands, order in. All your brand's favorites can be delivered or for takeout. You can order online. Just go to brands.com or download uh, the brand's app and enjoy that football game at one of the brand's locations or order in with all the great brand's food from their menu. Just go to brands.com. Big Bad. Huge.